Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So tonight we wanted to open up a conversation about roles. And this is something that Carly and I have been trying to figure out how to discuss on the podcast because we always talk about things that are very layered and multifaceted. And so we're not really sure where this episode is going to go. We may do multiple episodes on this conversation because it's so layered, but it's definitely a conversation that God is calling on us to have with you all. So here we are. Yes. Well, and we kind of started talking about this when we recorded about the whole busy conversation a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, because since, I mean, honestly, everything that we talk about really does (laughs) intertwine. And so we, we like go in cycles of like thinking about different aspects of like, why, why does this happen? Or what could be causing this? Or what, like, what, what is getting to the root of this? Like what's really going on? And we just both enjoy talking about all the layers and that's what we do here on the podcast. But so this whole conversation about busy opened up this whole thing that you and I were talking about the role of what it means to be a woman Mm-hmm. And the role of what it means to be a man. Yes. And how, first of all, the world is very confused about this. So very. in case this is the, your first time listening to this podcast, we are living God's way. So we believe the Bible to be true. And so this is why we want to have this conversation because I think even a lot of believers believe the lies that the world is telling them about, especially women about what it means to be fulfilled. And I mean, really there's a lot of lies and confusion and it's just, yeah. So I'm going to open this up and then we're going to see where it goes. Um, I think I've talked about this book before on the podcast. Um, I think it's, I think it's been a while, but it is Eve in exile. And I highly recommend for, um, any woman to read. So this chapter is called the mythical fountain of fulfillment. That's why it's so important to see all of this fulfillment nonsense as the fairy tale it is. Women who have chosen themselves at every turn in life, who have grasped, who have shoved others aside, who have put their own interests first in every endeavor, who are unable to even fathom the idea of submitting their desires to something outside of themselves. These women are not happy women. 
Those who try to save their lives will lose it. Those who grab at fulfillment will never realize it. But those who are willing to lay that down, to put others ahead of themselves, to sacrifice themselves, those are the women who will truly find fulfillment. And this is my favorite part. It's not that Christ doesn't want you to experience fulfillment in your calling. It's that he does. In fact, we Christians are the only ones who can speak of the glorious truth of calling in the first place. We know that God has created us for a particular purpose. And since we trust that he knows what he is doing, it follows that when we're doing that which we were created for, we will be in our sweet spot. The world doesn't acknowledge the creator and therefore in place of calling, they have left simply with work. Ultimately, all possibility of true objective satisf satisfaction in their work vanishes as well. Nothing but empty ambition remains. So don't fall for the lies that the world tells us about how we can expect to achieve satisfaction. Putting yourself first is not actually the way to get there. It's not it. It's not it. It's not. And it. I mean, we were we were just talking before we started recording, and that's why I love that part because the part that we as a society as America, whatever you want to say, we have replaced calling with work. Mm -hmm. So now we're in a place where people are so confused and how would they not be defined by their work and their achievement? And what have we been talking about the last several podcasts? We are not what we do. We are not what we have. We are not what people say about us. We are the beloved of God. It's who we are. No one can take it from us. Our calling is not something that we can do or find or figure out. It's who we are because God says we are. It, yeah, it's our. That's there. it. It's not. Yeah. Yes. I think that, I think you're right. I mean, I think that we live in a world where we've basically screened from the rooftops about detachment and about how yes. so many of the problems in the world stem from the fact that people have, don't have a relationship with God, don't have yeah. any belief in God. Yeah. And I think that only is further perpetuated by all of the lies that we're told within society mm -hmm. about what a woman is and what a man is and what our, what our respective roles are. And I think, like you said, there are a lot of very, very confused people within our mm -hmm. society because of what is pushed within our society. Mm -hmm. And it's incredibly frustrating because all that it's doing is pitting men against women and women against men instead of slowing down realizing God created you as a woman and you have a role as a woman and God created men and that's their role. And they have a role that he literally created. That's how he created us. And so mm -hmm. all of this back and forth and fighting and all it's not helpful. 
it's just not helpful. And it's also incredibly confusing when everyone in society is like, I don't, I don't know what a man is. I don't know what a woman is. No, Mm -hmm. God created us specifically as men or women. And that's who we are. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of, well, it's honestly sad because women well, really everybody, we are the freest that we've ever been. Yes. And yet I would argue that men and women are the most discontent we have ever been. Oh, well, and I think a lot of it has to do with this whole, go find yourself, go define your calling, go define like it's all individual focus. It's you figure it out. You be you, all of these things. And I am not discounting who everybody is. I am saying that we don't have to be confused about this. Right. Do you know how overwhelming it would be to tell my children, okay, you figure everything out on your own and I'll just sit over here and you be you and you let me know. Do you know how discontent and confusing and it would, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I think we've gotten to a place where people are so like off put by roles and, you know, this is what it means to be a woman and this is what it means to be a man. And it's like, you know what? The Bible is so clear about what beautiful, complex important roles those two things are and there is freedom within the boundaries of what those things mean mm-hmm. and so people, oh, yeah yes and 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 people are afraid of boundaries because we want to do whatever we want and it's like where is that getting you though where where is that getting us as a society well i mean I don't know if it was something I was reading or something I was listening to, but they literally were saying exactly what you were saying, but they were specifically talking about women. They were saying there was a discussion on feminism and how like society pushes feminism as this great, wonderful thing that opens up all these doors for you, opens up like the discussion about not having children, like, and that is all very self-centered, all very self-focused and the whole conversation about, I don't need a man. I don't need a man to do this. I can do everything on my own, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you can. And are you happy? Are you content with the fact that you are working how 40 plus hours a week? You are not honoring your cycle as a woman and what your body was created to do. And you are answering to whoever your boss is mm-hmm. and you don't want to have a family and you you want to be alone and again i mean i am not saying that people should not be doing this that it is your life it is your choice but at at the end of the day i just wonder why i just wonder why you know and it, it's is it because since that society has pushed it so much so that it's just deeply ingrained that there are there's hurt behind it that there's lack of seeing what a healthy relationship and marriage and family looks like, what is behind it? Because it is 
undeniably, we live in a society where men and women are unhappy, are discontent, are on pharmaceuticals to deal with all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I can't help but wonder how different it would be if they had a relationship with God and they were able to realize that it's not all about them and they can't do everything on their own. How would it change? What would their life, what would their lives look like? Yeah. Because there weren't this many people who were so unhappy and so unwell as there are now. Yeah. And I think some, yeah. And I think some people would push back and say that that was because women were oppressed and they didn't have a say so and all of that stuff. And that goes back to saying um, let's not speak for people who are not here to speak for themselves. Yes. First of all. And yes. I mean, read this book if you want to learn about the history of feminism and where it started and all right. of the things that came along with feminism and the, the women attached to the movement and what it actually means. And I just, wow. Wow. I mean, it's what you were saying, though. There's freedom within the boundaries of how yes. God created us. Yes. Literally. Yes. And, and if people don't know God, they don't have a relationship with God, they have zero understanding of how he created us, then obviously they're going to be confused. And yeah. if society's telling you to do the opposite, then obviously they're going to be confused. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so important that we have this conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's important for us as adults, as women, as mothers, as wives. And it's yeah. important for our children too to know that women have a role and men have a role and we have to work together as a team. That's literally how God created us. Yes. He didn't create us as women and say, do it by yourself. He didn't create men and say, do it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we're hardwired to complement each other. Yes. A, a man gives and provides and a woman receives and multiplies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that goes to the, the very basic of like how you make a human being. That's how it works too. Like everything is intertwined and I think, yeah, I think it comes back to the fact that if people don't want to recognize that we have a creator and that we are created, then why, why would, that's what all of this confusion is about. That's what all of this, you know, men are the worst because this and women are the worst because this. And it's like, all of this chatter and back and forth and this and that and the other. And it's like, if we don't stop and realize like we were created to be together, men and women, we were created to complement each other, to honor each other, to respect each other, to create life together, to have a family together. Like it. And that's another thing. Like the American dream is all, you, 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 me, 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 focused. And a family cannot work if 
every individual is just focused on themselves. No. Like it, we, of course we are all honored. Like I am a, a, a daughter of God. I am Carly. I am a wife. I am a mother. I have all these roles and I am myself also. And I think sometimes maybe people are afraid of like, I I just think people are afraid of boundaries. People are afraid afraid of of roles. That's what I was going to say. Afraid of stepping into that role. And it's, it's also the whole, the unknown, right? Like this feels really uncomfortable, even though this is what I was created to do. You know, like, what is this going to feel like? Especially if you've gone your entire life or you've never witnessed a healthy relationship, you yeah. know what I mean? You never witness the dynamic of a man in his role and a woman in her role in a marriage. Yes. If you never witness that your entire life, it's not going to feel natural to you. It's not yes. going to feel comfortable to you. It's going to feel extremely uncomfortable, chaotic, all the things. So I think that's the thing is that people are afraid of boundaries. People are afraid of what it might feel like. And that's, I mean, that's intertwined with every single thing that we talk about. Just the discussion about feelings and talking about things and trying things and knowing that things are hard and might feel hard and we're capable Mm -hmm. because that's how God created us. Yes. And it's, I mean, you and I have said it so many times, things that we try and fail they're not failures they're findings they're helping helping you understand how god created you there are so many things that i did not realize until i had a like a very deep relationship with god mm-hmm. truly yeah screaming detachment and now it's just like when you really, really peel back the layers and realize that God wants what best, what's best for you. He wants more than that. Yeah. Because he loves you and he's there in the thick of it and always has been. And yeah. now he is in a way showing you, hey, this might not feel comfortable. This might feel scary. The unknown might feel like this. And I'm right here. And you're not alone. And you are capable because this is how I created you. Mm -hmm. I think if more people heard things like that, like the encouragement and just speaking life into what, what those roles are and Mm -hmm. people having an understanding of that, I think that could move mountains. You know, I just think that people just more conversations like this need to be had within our society. For sure. And I mean, we've talked about it before talking about the whole like family team. It's like, we are all individuals and this family, every single person is necessary to make our family a team. And so I bring something to the table that my husband cannot bring. My husband brings something to the table that I cannot bring. Each one of my children brings something to the table that the other one can't. And we are all coming together and all, everybody as individuals, we honor and love and respect everybody. And ultimately we live out 
our mission and our purpose and be who God created us to be in, in our family team. Like yes. that, that's how we work it out. That's how, that is our calling. That is our calling and everything okay. else work, work and anything else outside of the home. That is the overflow. Yes. Of what's going on inside of our home. Yes. And so when, when I think it's, uh, I mean, talking about, you know, being a stay at home mom, everybody is offended by anything that any mom says. If you, if you, if you don't breastfeed, then you're offended by people who breastfeed. If you sleep train, you're offended by people. It's, it, everybody is offended and so quick to judge and just want to argue and be in outrage about everything. And so that's why it's important for us to talk, sit here and talk about like, we are not saying prescriptive things, but we are talking about general things. And we're talking about getting back to the basics about how God created us. Like we're, these are not things that we're making up. No, like God, God created us to be these things. And so how that plays out for me is going to be different than you, how it plays out for people in different circumstances all around the world is going to look differently. And I think that's beautiful. And I think everybody needs to pray and discern for themselves what God has called them to do. I'm, I think we're just coming from a place where we look out into America and this American dream and everybody is overworked and overtired and chasing and busy and detached and depressed and unfulfilled. And it's like, how is all this liberation working for us? Yeah. How is it all going? How is it working? Is it time to start something else? Like, can we try something different? And so the more that I think about it, the part that's like really... complicated and an important part is that yes we all have personal responsibility in this life in this world we have personal responsibility to god we have personal responsibility within ourselves as people when you start talking about these roles as being a wife and being a mother it's intertwined mm-hmm. like i really cannot be the wife that I need to be if my husband isn't being the husband that he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And, and he can't be the husband that he needs to be if I'm not being the wife that I need to be. And so it's this like never ending circle of, um, it can be a, a circle of dysfunction yes. or it can be a circle of a healthy relationship, or it can be a circle of, uh, what different seasons look like. It's a complicated season and things need to switch up and a wrench gets thrown into that circle and we have to switch things up. And, and that, and another thing is that people are uncomfortable with the idea that we need to be able to rely on each other. I think that makes people very uncomfortable. Because I think we tell children, you know, you need to worry about yourself, be responsible for yourself, be, and it's like, yes, of course, do all those things. 
And if you want to have a successful marriage and family, you have to be willing to be vulnerable and know that to love somebody, something and to love uh, and to be a part of a family, it, it means that, um, you might get hurt because you rely on other people to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And that that's scary. That's yeah. scary. And especially when it's not the norm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is the norm in our society for people to be like, no, you can do it all by yourself. You yeah. got to push, push to be independent, push to move on to the next thing. You got to do it all by yourself. Yeah. That's that's the norm in our society. Yeah. But God didn't create us to do everything alone. Nope. Straight up. He just didn't. Nope. And it's like the whole conversation that I was just talking about, like Adam and Eve. God wasn't just like, here you go, Adam, figure it out. He was like, here's Eve. Yeah. It's not good for a so, man to be alone. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just, and it, what you were saying about, um, how you can't be who you're, who you are created to be if your husband is not supporting you in his by being himself within his role, and the same vice versa. That is, it's spot on. Like you said before, there are certain things that we as mothers do, and certain things that we cannot do that our children's fathers do because. Mm-hmm. That's our, those are our roles and those are their roles. Mm -hmm. And I think that our society is so caught up in, I can do everything by myself. If there's, if there's single mothers, I don't need a man. I don't need a man to help me. And you know, the thing is, is that, yeah, you can do that. I'm sure you can. And what is, what is, how is that helpful to you? And this is honestly, this is not a judgment on my part because it's, it's just, I, I'm trying to understand mm-hmm. why, like, this is literally how we were created. We were created to be together and to love one another and to help one another and to support one another. And that's what a family looks like. That's what a team looks like. Mm-hmm. There are things that I can do that I am doing that I like that. I would, I want a partner or husband to do with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is literally how we're created. Yeah. So to try and do it all, and, and be like, oh, I can do it all. Yes, sure, you can do it all. But that's not what you were created to do. You're not created to do all of that on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is so alive and well in our society on both ends for men too. Yeah. They're told, well, keep your emotions in. You don't need anybody. Just put your head down. You can do it. Yeah. You know? I do think there's more discussion about it now compared to the past, but I also think that there's still a really big push to demonize what, what God created us to do with our, with our individual roles. Yeah. One, another thing we were talking about before we started recording is we have been coached by media to believe what it means to be a mother and what it looks like to be a father. And 
Like, think of every TV show, every movie. What is the mom doing? She's, like, running ragged. She's all, like, she doesn't take care of herself. She's not respected. She's has to be in control of everything because her husband is this goofy, incompetent joke. Um, her children are off doing this, that, and the other. And the, ch- the children are always like, oh, my parents don't understand me. And everybody is so, it's chaos. It's discontentment. It's, yeah. we have been, I, I really can't think of, I mean, for my whole lifetime, I think that's how movies and shows have been. And then it's like the mom at some point in the movie uh, starts taking care of herself and then goes back to school and gets the career and then that saves the day and now she's content. And we've been sold this thing that it is better to be a slave to corporations than to lay down our lives for our home. And our families. And our families. And uh, I'm sorry we cannot be everything to everyone. No. If you, if we are being everything and doing a job 100%, our family will feel that. Yeah. It's, that's another thing people don't want to talk about because it's like, Oh, you can't judge people for what they do. And I, we're not judging people for what they do. We're just saying the truth I, one of the main reasons why I, I mean, God is the one that told me I needed to be home with my children. And so that left me no choice, but to be obedient. Well, I guess I could have not done it. And I, I, Lord have mercy. I don't even want to know where I would have been if I (laughs) didn't listen to that. Um, but I just, there was something inside of me and I'm going to call it God because it's not my flesh. It's not me because it's not normal and it's not what was taught and it's not what society is. And so it has to be God. I knew that I could not be the mother that my children needed me to be if I was giving my everything to a job. Yep. And, and I'm, and I'm not saying it's wrong to have jobs and, and earn a living. I'm not saying that at all. I think women can do that. And I am also saying that it has to be the overflow. Yeah. Your home has to be in order. Yeah. And and everything else is, yes. The home, the family, the husband and wife, the kids, like it. And that's what you were saying earlier is that it can either be a circle of healthy relationships and knowing what your family dynamic looks like and what works for your family and what doesn't work for your family. It can be wrenches thrown in there. It can be all sorts of things. But at the end of the day, it's just like, it's kind of like the famous at home conversation. Mm -hmm. Everything starts within your home Mm -hmm. or you, your husband, your children. It all starts at home. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's just, I feel like people are so uncomfortable with being like attached and connected that yeah. the, the, the family unit and the importance and the value of the family unit is not where, where it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's more of a push of everybody needs to be independent. Everyone needs to be doing their own things. And that's not, that's not Jesus centered. That's, that is straight up like self-centered 
Yeah. It's not working as a team. It's like, no, nope. Everybody just go do your own thing. You can do it all by yourself. Yeah. And it's just confusing because it's like, it's the whole American dream conversation too, though. Like, is that actually the American dream? Working yeah. so much that that you're outside of the house that you pay from, that you're away from your children that you that you gave birth to? Yeah. Again, this is not, it's not passing judgment. It's just trying to understand. And, and I've thought about it so many times about working outside the home and how that compromises the way that you mother your children or how that compromises your relationship with your husband. Like, and, and oftentimes we don't know because if we've never been in a situation where we were fully home with our children, we don't know what that looks like. And again, like you and I say, always say is like every single person's individual situation is different. Like my situation is different than your situation. And anyone who's listening is going to have a different situation than, than we do. Yeah. And at the same time, I just wonder if people were home with their families and husbands and wives were in their roles what that would look like for each individual person within that family unit. What would that look like? It would change the world. Yes. I, that's what I feel in my heart. Yeah. Well, and it's just so interesting. The, the idea that, and I, and I want to say, like, I don't know where it started and what it comes from. And I know, like, our generation is so influenced by media and now social media and all of these things of just being influenced by lies, honestly. And I, and I remember after... It's, it's honestly, it's kind of amazing what people feel like they can just say to mothers in in general in public and whatever Um, but I remember after I started staying home with my kids you know people what what do they always say uh when they meet you oh what do you do because remember that's how everybody uh, judges everybody's value what do you do and my answer is oh I stay home with my kids Mm -hmm. and majority of the time people assume that uh my husband makes all this money and so i am so lucky that i can just stay home and uh raise our kids and not have to do anything and not have to work um and that's a lie mm-hmm. <laughs> because um me staying home has been a radical act of obedience and it has been a radical act of healing a scarcity mindset when it comes to life and children and everything because people say you know the the normal thing is is well oh people can't you know you just need two incomes to live so that's just how it is well um that's not true it's true if maybe if you don't believe in god and you're not like and you live in a scarcity mindset but that's not true and another thing is is people say oh children are so expensive and they all this stuff they're expensive if you see them as accessories that is a scarcity mindset children 
are a blessing and they are an addition to your family team and your family mission. Mm-hmm. And that the whole, I think we did a whole podcast about how people make children feel like a burden instead of a blessing. Yes. Like did. the words that we speak. So that like people saying, Oh, well, you know, you're just so lucky that you get to stay home and you're so privileged that you get to stay home. Like, I I hit some magical unicorn jackpot that this is the way I get to live my life. Right. Um actually it's been my husband goes out and he earns money and provides for our family and um he gets to do that because I raise our children. Right. And so his role is very important and he couldn't do what he does without me. And my role is very important and I couldn't do what I do without him. Right. And that is the thing that pe- makes people very uncomfortable because yeah, well, to the world, it's like, well, uh, what, what would, uh, uh, don't, isn't there a, a, a backup plan? Isn't there a, a, what if something, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, there's, there's no plan B. My family is my plan A. Doing what God told me to do is plan A. There's no plan B. Being who God created me to be is plan A. No plan B. That's it. Yeah. And I think like what you just said, people are, are afraid to rely on one another within Mm -hmm. their specific roles they're afraid to because our society tells us no you can do everything on your own you're capable of doing it all on your own you don't need anybody and because of how much they've pitted women against men and men against women Mm -hmm. if if we peeled back the layers and just actually realized what makes being in the role of a woman and how we were created and what makes a woman a woman and what makes a man a man. If we peeled back those layers and women were stepping into that role that they were created to do and be, and men were doing the same, everything would be different Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't feel terrifying to rely on somebody else because you're in your role and they're in their role. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's, it's a, di- it's a beautiful dynamic mm-hmm. instead of fighting tooth and nail against one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biggest, one of the greatest lies that has ever been sold is that a family is, I, there's, I don't know who said it. There's a quote that I'm thinking of that it's like something about one of the greatest lies ever told is a family is done best when everybody goes out their separate ways all week oh, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. comes back together. Like who thought that that would be good? How are you supposed to have a marriage and have relationships with your children and for to know each other and grow together and be on mission together? If everybody is just doing their own thing and then, Oh yeah. Our side job is we all come home and hang out a little bit. And pretend that we're a family. Like, I, I guess it's what you think f- family is. I don't, I don't, 
I don't know. I just, I invite people to just disrupt things that are not working Mm -hmm. and think outside of the box and know that if God has called you to be a wife, to be a mother, he will help you be exactly the wife and mother that you need to be for the children that he has given you, no matter what that looks like. And I guarantee you, he's not going to give you more anointing for things outside of the home before he gives it to you inside of the home. Facts. Absolutely. Agreed. Not saying that women cannot work outside the house. I, I applied for a job last week. Right. And I emailed them because it was a job that was full time and it's a, and it's a job that is supporting mothers. And I feel like that I would be good at the role that I'm applying for. And I wrote them and I said, is there a way that you would consider hiring somebody part time? Because my, I can't be out of my house for 40 hours a week because my house will always come first. Yeah. And I think people are so afraid to even be bold and say that. Like I get, some people might be like, how dare you? I'm like, no, like, this is the hill that I die on (laughs) y'all. This is it. My family is the hill that I die on. And when I get to the end of my life, what are people going to say about me? Who are people going to say that I am? I would hope that it aligns with who God says that I am. Yes. Because money and achievements and jobs and all of these things, they're so temporary. And ultimately, they don't don't matter. They only matter as far as it glorifies God and glorifies your family. One of those two things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm really hoping that conversations like ours tonight become the norm, you know, like instead of you explaining that you stay home with your children and people saying you're so lucky or this or that or X, Y, and Z. And it's, there are choices that you make and everyone's situation is different. And at the same time, we always have the choice to be with our children more. And I, we, I don't think we said it on this, on this episode, but I mean, it's kind of what I was saying earlier about women being like, I could never be home or I don't, I could never be with my kids all the time, but have, have they had the opportunity to do that? Do you know what I mean? Have they been, had the opportunity to step into that role Mm -hmm. to know what, what it could be like for them? Yeah. And I would just push back on women speaking those lies over themselves. Yeah. God would not give you children that you are not capable of taking care of and being with. And that goes back to the whole 
media, social media thing where moms are addicted to complaining about being a wife, complaining about what it means to be a mother, complaining about children. It's a burden. It's a, all of these things that are not true. But when we speak them over ourselves, we make them true. Yeah, they become, yes, literally. What you think, (laughs) what you feel and speak becomes your reality. Yeah. And that applies every single day. Yeah. It's not in just this situation. If you tell yourself you're having a bad morning, you're going to have a bad day, you will have a bad day. Yeah. Carly and I were talking about this off the podcast, just that we have the ability to change what we're thinking. We do have Mm -hmm. control over our thoughts and we can change the outlook of our day for ourselves and for our children. Mm -hmm. Instead of staying stuck. Yes. Yeah. And anybody that feels like they're stuck or feels like they're discontent or feels like Or if you listen to this conversation and you're like, I don't even know what these girls are talking about. And I don't know how this applies to me. It, it's a very complex thing, but it, it affects everybody. So some, some part of this conversation either made you upset because we said it, or it makes sense to you because we said it or, or whatever. And I'm just like, both of us, we we like having conversations that make us feel uncomfortable and challenge our own beliefs and challenge what we think and challenge why we're doing what we're doing, because that's the only way that we discern. That's the only way that we grow. We can pray to God about this and he will, he will show us what we need to do. And then we need to have friends who we can talk about this stuff with and bounce ideas off and support each other and encourage each other and speak truth over each other yeah. and disrupt society's lies about motherhood and children. That's what we say in our intro. And that's what this conversation is about and disrupt society's lies about men too. And families. Yes. Yes. I'm glad that you said that. I was, was going to say, I don't know if people realize, I don't think they can hear that, right? They don't hear the beginning of the the full episode about us yeah. saying that we're disrupting society's lives about mothers and children. Yeah. We're just trying to disrupt all the systems that are not working. <laughs> yeah. One, we want people to know that there is, God has more for you than to just be running ragged, busy, basing your worth off of your work, not feeling like you're doing a good job, being exhausted all the time, feeling like the other shoe is going to drop, having one role suffer because another role, it, God has so much more for you than, than that. So much. And to push back on the world, you're going to look different and you're going to be, look crazy and you're going to be weird. And that is okay. We have to be okay with that. Jesus was looked at like that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be okay with it. Yeah. (sighs) 
I feel like we just started this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just all of the things and thoughts and feelings we have on it are so intertwined. Yeah. But I think this was a good, a good beginning piece. I think so. I'm but really can... curious to hear what everyone thinks. Yeah. We would love to hear your thoughts, your feelings, your opinions on this. Yep. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.